it's it's flexible we'll put it that way some you might have to get creative sometimes to, yeah. to come up with with solutions but, but the flexibility is there for you to be creative about it exactly well, and that and that's like all our rotaries i've tried to design that into all the all the rotaries um so you know it's not just you take it out of the box and that's all you got you have options you have solutions you have ways to make it fit what you're doing especially with as much as the the cup market or the drinkware market is changing with shapes and sizes and oh, yeah, that all that stuff you should call it full frontal with jason rudd also we're live another episode of the laser source podcast no laser everything is not becoming a full-time talk show uh if you've been wondering why you've been seeing so many podcast episodes lately it's because our favorite sponsor in the world coca-cola has their gun uh directly to my head and they said you need to start publishing more podcasts bro and i was like i'm working on it no i'm just kidding uh we are severely behind in publishing podcast episodes though we have so many edited was it's at least 10 right at least 10 episodes uh so i sat down i spent all day on sunday was that sunday just i just did them all like i got them all prepared i made all of their thumbnails i scheduled them all and they're just one day after the next so uh if you're wondering why there's so many podcasts coming out it's because i yelled at them Matt yelled at me. Uh, so anyway, um, that's why there are so many coming out back to back. Once we're caught up, what I really want is like we're recording this episode with Jason Rife. What's up, Jason? Um, on, everybody. Once, Hi, once Jason. this is recorded, I want this to be the episode that airs next Tuesday. And like, I, I don't want to be eight weeks behind anymore. So we're just publishing mm-hmm. everything. And then when we're caught up, we're caught up. Also, if you are in chat and you have complained to me at some point, about not seeing video in the edited version and you probably aren't because you guys are here live uh but if you are don't worry that is stopping effective like two weeks ago now as soon as this backlogged like stretch of episodes is completed uh the episodes will go back to being video so some of them are already done that way and i can't re-edit them it just it's money spent it's already done so as soon as we are through the current backlog, which I think you guys have like five days left, maybe six days left, the scrolling names, you'll never see those again. We'll go back to video. Everything's fine. We did it as a test to see if we could save a couple bucks on editing and everybody hates it because you want to apparently see our beautiful faces. So uh, there you go. Uh, so you'll be getting that back too. Okay. Housekeeping done. Jason Rife man of the hour many times here on laser everything what is up sir how are you not much what's going on everybody hanging out man hanging out you've been busy though you've got all kinds of shit going on huh yeah we've been uh, burning the midnight oil to say the least i guess for Um, sure i mean you (laughs) you you asked to come on uh you were like bro you told me to come on when i had stuff to talk about and i got stuff to talk about so um, what what's on the docket today? What are we looking at? Because I know you've got a lot of stuff that you want to chat about. Um, I just kind of want to uh, reiterate the Ascend that's been out now for about 
uh, three months, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also we have uh, several new ones that were just released uh, first of September, which is on the screen there. And I've got them here. We can we can do some show and tell with them or, or what have you and, and answer any questions. Yeah. Um, but we got the 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 Roto Boot, which is our budget friendly or kind of hobbyist um, rotary that allows people you know, to, to kind of get the same basic quality and performance of the Rotoboss, the Junior, and Ascend, but in a more cost-effective um, unit, as well as the um, the new Bolt that just got released with the Thunderbolt laser, their new desktop RF. Nice. And the, the Talon Chuck that you see there uh, in the bottom right. Those, are, those three are the, are the latest... Um, kind of releases. Uh, the Talon hasn't released yet because we're still um, working out a few bugs. And yeah, I was going to say, bit. that's the one that's been elusive to me because I was like looking around for like links and stuff to make sure we could get you all linked up in the description. And the Talon seems to still be kind of like, that's is that like in the middle of development or is it like coming out soon? It's, it's in the final stages. I should have um, our final working prototype up in up in uh illinois in october awesome um i have i have a prototype here um that didn't quite turn out turn out right i wasn't happy with it so we're we're still working on it um trying to get the forge all system to work properly and efficiently i'm hoping to go into production towards the end of the year closer to christmas yeah so we might we might do some pre-orders or something but i won't do that until i know i have a a, a solid product to put out just cause I don't want to over promise and under deliver kind of thing. I'd yeah. rather make sure that, that it's pretty much like 90% ready before I even consider doing any kind of sales or anything on it. Yeah. Um, that's good though. It's exciting to get uh, a truck rotary entry onto the market for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've had it, we've had it on the back burner for years. Mm-hmm. I think Matt's probably talked to me about it. A couple other people talked to me about it before um it was just something that was kind of on the back burner and then obviously with the rise of fibers galvos in general um you know we have rotaries for that as well the rollers but having a chuck especially for fiber and stuff would would definitely help out and plus we want to be able to kind of offer everybody something um we don't want to leave anybody out and that's why we came out with the the boot and obviously the bolt as uh, yeah i was thinking dude i've for real i was thinking about the the boot and i was like man i could make some videos (laughs) on this and i was thinking roto boss boot versus dos boot (laughs) try to (laughs) engrave the dos boot on the roto boss boot i don't know if you can see the logo there but heck yeah it's got it's got the boot with some dog tags and it also has some some script on it which I like, it literally looks like a Thor's hammer in your hand right now. <laughs> That's the kind of dude. Honestly, like I, I have, I think you sent me the Junior 2.0 is the one that yep. you sent in, yep. and I. That's a a beast of a rotary. We we're just talking about how heavy those things are. <laughs> like the boot looks like something I would actually buy. Like like if I was actually gonna buy a rotary, I'd probably buy something like the boot because I'm a wuss, and that looks perfect. That's like Alex sized, you know. Yeah. What's funny is, is like it's, a home it's, it's, I mean, it's it's literally it's bare bones, but without skimping on 
you know the material qualities and things like that it really i got rid of i don't have the milled edges and all that stuff that the 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 lifting mechanism and stuff it's all manually can operated right is um, it just like a and like a tightening with bolt with thumb screws yeah thumb screws yep yeah yeah that's a big motor motor um, on they're not foolproof they're not foolproof that's the thunder thunder motor it's just got a Honky boy. cover on it to cover the wires. Ah, gotcha. But sure. this clip clips on there and holds it in place. What's funny is like Alex saw that one and literally that was exactly what he said. The first thing he said is like, "That's my type of rotary." Yeah. He's like, "He goes that ascend is just too damn big." <laughs> he goes, uh, "He's like for me though that little guy, perfect." Yeah, I like the little one. For yeah, sure. well, I'm, I'm excited. Well, the good to play thing about the, the good thing about the 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 boot is like on like especially for eons like once you pull out the blades it sits right in that opening so you don't have to teeter on that that center vent tray and stuff it sits yeah. right down inside that that little notch so i mean i i guess as close to ideal as you could get yeah. um yeah. as far as placement is the, the magnet um, feet of course and not to like just keep taking hard left turns but is the talon um like a one-to-one on the drive it's not like belted or anything no it's not belted but we have we have a potential solution for the because i i guess with with the other guys that have one i guess a lot of people are having to swip, flip dip switches and do all that stuff to their axes and axes and stuff yeah um and the simple solution to that is i'm not going to say but um <laughs> is a different type of motor so that that way you don't have to do that not to mention the way the way it's kind of set up it's smaller than your typical chuck yep the head of it's smaller so that coupled with potentially using a different type of motor um will help prevent having to to do that where you nice. have to change your steps or not change your steps but change the dip switches and stuff on the on the laser um thought about doing it belted or, or some kind of gear drive but trying to keep it as compact as we can i mean because i mean it's it the head of it is about a bigger round bigger round as a 20 ounce tumbler opening yeah so yep. it's like it's like 80, 80 millimeters yeah something like that um so it's a lot smaller than your typical um and the, and the reason behind that is i wanted it to be um when you're using it i wanted the tallest part of anything is going to be what you're engraving on so you never have to worry about head strikes or nozzle strikes or anything like that on things that are protruding out we got some little tabs on here that we're probably going to get rid of because they're really no point mm -hmm. um after we got it and started testing with it there's really no point in having these little wings um it was intent intended for stability but realistically the way the, well the way these are set up mm -hmm. and i know this is all black and it's hard to see but um the way these are set up with the the, the pads the, the rubber pads and the way they sit on here there's enough of a lip on the actual jaw itself um nice. yeah you can't really see it but there's enough of a lip on it to catch the edge of the cup so that is your backstop so you don't need to have anything else sticking out to hold it or keep it from um going on too far or whatever yeah right so we have like here i'll just throw this up um just so people can see a little easier 
Uh, so we're talking about these right here, right? Yeah, those little winglets. Yep. They were something we put in there for, for stability for like 20 and 30 ounce cups because they're adjustable mm-hmm. about almost like about an inch or so out right with those holes and, and placement and everything so those are really kind of pointless because mm-hmm. the way we set up the jaws on the new the new version of it um you have enough of the actual jaw sticking out past the rubber foot to catch the edge of the cup nice to, to act as your backstop for the the cup yep yep and i so, like we don't no no truck keys here this is uh this is all hand tight and hand loose and i'm assuming is what yep. we're seeing like kind of right right up in here right yeah it's just got the knurled nice. um and there's also another feature on there that we're working on that i'm not going to talk about <laughs> right now but um that's that's going to go on that to make actually spinning that a lot easier mm-hmm. um so you don't have to hold the teeth or they hold one side and turn the yeah, other you know, like or kind of fumble in. with nice. it yeah um so we have a feature that's going to be added to that that's that's going to l- eliminate that issue sorry matt it sounded so. like you had a question and i cut you off buddy what were you gonna say oh you're good i was saying it's like you're not having to wrestle with it because especially when you're dealing with a chuck and you're dealing with like a one of your galva machines it's it's it could get precarious you know yeah, so when yeah. you can take away any of that extra stuff, needing an extra tool, needing an extra space, having one extra hand to do it, that makes life way easier. Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot of like, and you may not be ready to talk about this yet, and that's okay, but um, I'm seeing a lot of like stuff <laughs> going on down here and stuff going on over here, and there's no body to this. Do, do Can you give us anything on like how this will be... <laughs> mounted or set up to be used well it's it's gonna it's gonna have several different mounting possibilities one will be for fiber bed mm-hmm. um obviously just um, literally right into the breadboard right it right on well not it'll have a bracket that those those uh, yeah, uh, eight right. those eight holes attached to, to to mount it to the pegboard yeah cool um it'll also it'll mount to you can use it with the ascend lifting arm as as a standalone rotary, mm-hmm. um, you can also use it to where on on the ascend, the rotoboss or the junior, you can put it on the opposite end, so you'll have both both systems at the same time. So you can use either one without having to swap anything out or wow. anything like that. Cool. Um, so I could slap it on my junior on just yeah. on the other side. Oh man, yeah. That's you just so cool. you just you just take that end plate off. That's some like mad bolt, scientist stuff right there. <laughs> you bolt bolt the plate that holds that onto it in its place, and then now you have two separate two separate units to uh, to use at any given point. Oh man! And then and then the holes in the back, um, it's it's a uh, ambidextrous, I guess you could say, because that that pattern you see there is on both sides. Mm-hmm. So if you have it in there with the motor on the left. Then you'll see these. You'll u- utilize this side of the holes. If it's put the motor on the right, you use the holes on the other side. And what it, it's like a protractor, so the bolt swings inside of that that groove, and you can tighten it down at any position to hold it in place. You can also take it and move from the whole position it's in right there to one of the back two, and you can actually pivot it vertically. Mm. And that's the, that's the configuration it would be basically for 
your fibers. Right. Um, you move it back, and then you can still pivot. Because like you need you can that. There. Yeah, you need that angular movement. Yep. So you yep. can put it at a complete ninety and use a disc a disc rotary system for like business cards or whatever. I tried to kind of encompass all everything. possibilities. Yeah, I can say everything. <laughs> God dang um, to make it as as versatile as as possible. Hopefully, you know, um, I know you know because and we'll talk about this a later a little bit later in the show, but like uh so Rotoboss is on the new maker remix market now, which is awesome. You've got all of your products up there, at least all of your major rotaries are up there now. Do do you think we could get our hands on like a top down of this so that we can start building jigs or like fixture templates that will like lock into it and then because then people would love to like build and sell those. That would be a lot. I know Kyle loves doing that kind of stuff. He's a well, the good, well, the good thing about this is the way it's set up on the the jaws there is that whole pattern that's in each one of those jaws. Mm-hmm. You can actually physically bolt a plate to that. Oh, nice. So you can put it in any that's cool. configuration. So if people have existing ones that already have holes or something like that, there's a good chance it might work with, with this as well. But that, that among the fact that you can move those pads in closer and then spread it apart to hold, right. hold the jig. I mean, there, there's a bunch of things that I have planned for this. Um, a bunch of like kind of add on stuff, but the biggest thing is just getting, getting that four jaw system to work properly. How, um, Willie Sims is in chat here. He's asking, uh, glass, glass, glass. Please, brother, I need a chuck system good for glass. Have you used this for glass at all yet? We haven't used it yet because it's we don't have a functioning, a fully functioning prototype yet. Okay, got it. Like I said, we won't have that till October. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a couple of samples and stuff that we've been working on, but none of them have been quite right. So we're, right. we're still kind of working on that. For sure. But the the benefit of the four versus a three jaw like we were talking before is you can get more gripping strength with less pressure out of four than you can a three right so it's good for delicate stuff like glass um so you can put a lot of outward pressure inward pressure on it um without damaging it yeah or less likely to damage it absolutely Um, and with this theoretically (laughs) you shouldn't need any kind of support system so you shouldn't need other wheels to support the weight because you have four even pressure points instead of three spaced out. So um, it's always slotting into one of those four angles. So that's always, yeah, yeah definitely. So no matter how, how much it rotates, you've always got support. Mm-hmm. Whereas on a three jaw, when you're at the flat, like with the, let's say the two at the bottom and one at the top, you have all that that slop you have no support on the bottom of that object so if you use heavier objects or things like that then um you can run a risk of it shifting or and that that last jaw up at the top is supporting all of the weight that the two jaws at the bottom are carrying too so you get that there's kind of like an angular pull that you're getting there too for sure i can see that yeah yeah definitely uh then again i know you may not be ready to answer this and that's fine uh do you have a ballpark on a price point for something um, like this? Do you know where you're going to start? <laughs> it de- it depends on the configuration. Yeah. Um, as you see it right there, mm-hmm. 
we're probably looking with a motor. No commitment. Just curious, like ballpark again, estimate. Probably, probably somewhere around five plus or minus. That's just what depends. I that, yeah, just kind of guessing that in my head. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. And then, like I said, it, you can That's you can slap it on. And work in that too, man. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, anybody that that does this stuff or builds stuff like this, it's not a cheap a cheap endeavor at all. Um, yeah. and it's not a, it's not a quick one either. No. Um, like this design, I've, I've had for for years, but I just never acted on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, with the the growing Galvo market and everything. And, and 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 our goal or my goal as a company is to be able to provide you know everybody with something um, that they can either use for whatever reason or maybe they can't afford a thousand fourteen hundred dollar unit yeah you know that's why we got the boot which is it's 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 499 um some versions are a little bit more just because of the setup and everything mm-hmm. but I think the most expensive version is like 525 so i mean and that's i mean when we're yeah when we're holding that up to the rotoboss 2.0 where are those coming in like 1500 the well the rotoboss for for um for any any laser besides a thunder is 13 right um with the thunder it's more expensive because the motor is like three times as expensive gotcha and the, and the and the special wiring harness and all that stuff so that's what kind of drives that that price up mm-hmm. um but compared to the junior which is i guess you could say the big brother to this one um those are those are 900 um and i think they're 1150 through thunder so i mean given somebody because i mean you got so i'm not going to name names or anything but you, you guys know the rotaries are on the market um not that they're bad, but we wanted to be able to give somebody the same um, abilities as a, as a Rotoboss or a Junior at a fraction of the cost. Right. So that's why, like I said, we made this bare bones. There's no fancy milling. There's, you know, the wheels aren't cut. Uh, there's no lifting or sliding mechanisms. Uh, every it's just it's, it's it's as bare bones as we could possibly make it to keep it at the price point that that we wanted to hit. Yeah, and we don't we don't make a lot of money on these. The whole my whole thing with this is just to be able to offer um, something of of great quality to beginners, hobbyists, people on a budget. Um, I really see not- this replacing like when people buy a first laser and then they get like the really really shitty hot dog rollers with it. You know, oh. talking like the hard plastic. Yeah, I have a few. Uh, like, <laughs> the neural steel hot dog rollers. Yeah, and they just want to yeah. play. They just want to play with rotary, you know, and experiment with their new machine. But they don't want to dish out for, you know, maybe they're not jumping right into business. And it's yeah. not. It's not a case of like, well, you know, I'm not going to sell thirteen hundred dollars worth of product. I just wanted to do a couple cups for you my family what? or whatever. This seems like that will be the replacement for the shitty hot dog rollers they would have bought had something like (laughs) this not been on the market. The other thing is if you're looking for like a mobile setup, like I know Jason's going to have a mobile setup, the the trailer, like if you follow him on social media, he's got a trailer he's been working on Mm -hmm. and it's like, this would be a great one because it's not huge. It's not as heavy. It's not the ascend, which is like, you know, a like a monster. 
But like for those of you who don't know what he's talking about too, from like the difference, like that picture that Alex has up on the screen right now, I literally have the low roller. Like, I mean, look at that machined edge. Ooh, so pretty shiny. Um, but like, this is the difference. Like, so like he was talking about, you've got the, uh, it's not just a little uh, thumb screw that holds it in place. It's not the machined edges that look all beveled and shiny and gorgeous. Um, but like this thing, by the way, is amazing. I love my low roller, man. It's already paid itself off twice <laughs> from which, doing, being able to do which glass. Which one is that? The biggest thing is, is, is this is the low roller. This is a little oh, tiny yeah, low roller. Is it the low roller, or Junior? Yeah, it's yeah, a low, roller. low roller. Same. Okay. So yep. just so you guys, if you can see, like that's metal, dude. Like this is what I was trying to show in the unboxing video of the Ascend. Like it's so pretty. Um, but the other thing is, this is probably the lightest one I've ever held. Like I can actually like maneuver yeah. it. But what's nice is, uh, so if you in a second when we go back to that picture. Um, and when you look at it, that one has basically the, the thumb screws holding it in place while this one has like an actual, I call them worm rods, but basically the worm rods here uh, to raise it up and down for right. your for your Z. Um, but you've also got, oh, yeah, see, I got my cameras all weird, but it's really nice. I mean, this thing is so sweet. It's got the aluminum billet, everything. Like, it's just so nice. And the um, low rollers on its way out, right, Jason? Um, yeah, we're kind of phasing it out, but we're, we've kind of shifted that to, to be the, the Galvo yeah. rotary. Cause the, um, the cause junior 2.0 gets about as low, right? Uh, not quite. Not quite. Um, okay. it's probably about an inch, inch, inch and a half taller. And then the Roto Boss is about an inch taller than the junior. Yeah. So it's kind of like a stepping stone, but. With the the um, with the low roller, we're we're phasing that out um, because one we've made the it. we've made the junior pretty much take both roles. So it's a junior and it's kind of taken some of the attributes of the low roller yep. to make it more compact, lower and more versatile. Um, and then with the boot, obviously it's a different it's a different. Um, platform right it's the same same quality it's all machine built at 6061 it's just it doesn't have all the the frills the and it yeah, the bells and whistles it's that tall from what you've shown mm -hmm. it doesn't look that high no. can i fit that can that won't fit in a k40 will it too long uh maybe well i mean we can make it in different links the link right. we have it right the link we have it right now is just just a little bit shorter than than the the roto boss but this this sits five inches from tower to base um and it can do like in the picture that you showed it can do handled handled cups there are several different functions that are built into this which i might actually steal and put into the junior and, and the other ones later on yeah um but like the clamp arm uh it has has two holes vertically so you can adjust that up yep um it's in the bottom hole in this picture, and that's why the the spring is so com compressed. Gotcha. And it's gotcha. Like that on purpose to offer as much uh, holding force as possible, but also um, the arm raises. The wheel has another hole above it, so you can reposition that up a little bit. Um, so the and then that that whole clamping bracket slides. Right. So there's a bolt right up underneath the arm that you can kind of see peeking through there. Right, right there. there. Yep, yep. Gotcha. You loosen that bolt, and oh, that whole and clamp mechanism slide, slides forward and backwards. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can adjust it that way. 
um, the 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 wheels themselves on the slave wheels, they they have the longer shaft, mm-hmm. so you can actually use another set of collars to put on the front side, so you can adjust them in and out, um, for like water bottles or something or something you need to clear a specific area of a cup that you can't clear. Yeah. In the stock configuration, you can slide them on the shaft in and out, and actually. Um, position it that way and, well, and what's nice too are you going to include the larger inner wheel on the clip yeah the clamp's going to have the the standard two every everything that would come with the regular rotary will come, will come with this it'll have the small wheel attached to it from us and then you can you'll have the extra large wheel for like water bottles and things like that yeah. if you need to reach inside and will it also Oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Matt. Sorry. I was gonna say, for those of you that don't know about it the it's really cool this is what we were just talking about before with the Ascend, the other day I had uh, I had like an order of like 20 water bottles, and then I had to do like four 20-ounce regular cups and, you know, like a 30-ounce or something. But I literally just had like three back-to-back orders, and I was like, all right, I'm going to knock them all out. And I was able to really quickly just with one change of that um, little – the small wheel on the inside, um, I was able to put the larger wheel in. And it hanged or it hung perfectly into the water bottle. <laughs> Any of you guys who've ever had to do a water bottle, like uh, I think Kyle even helped me three D print the ring that I made for water bottles uh, a while that back. It was somebody, <laughs> and so it was somebody who was in the support channel. Um, anyways, and we put them in there, and literally it, it made it to because I had a I'd never done water bottles before, and I didn't. I had my old Roto Boss from like twenty nineteen. Um, and then this thing made it like the ascend and that, that little or the larger wheel made it go so quick, never had to change anything and could just go from one uh, item to the next. Really quick. I typically I typically leave the large wheel on. Yeah, um, works great because it offers more clamping force and it's the, the most widely I guess versatile one, so you can do a lot of different things without having to switch things out. But yeah, so I mean it the the ascend. Yeah, we got we got some we got some cool stuff coming for that. Yeah, before um, I want to I want to talk about the ascendage. I just have one more question: Will this sure. work with the the bottle holder with the, the two bottle. wheels? You know what I mean? Oh, Just the for like for like beer bottles and glasses and things like that. Um, I don't think so because the wheels, in order to to maintain a good clearance, the wheels are fa- too far apart. Ah, okay, gotcha. Um, oh, now, just literally, would just fall through. Yeah, but yeah. we do have our larger wheels that we use on the Rotoboss and the Junior that will fit on this. Mm-hmm. So you can actually do that. So, I mean, there, there are options to, to make it work or function more for what you need if that, if that need arises. And um, my other one, and I do want to move on to the Ascend just because we're at like 30 minutes now. But um, crap. how nice. I know how... Um, <laughs> How hard would it be for the end user once they purchased it? Uh, how hard would it be for them to swap out the main rail for like a different length? Like with on, on what on, on, on the on the this? boot on the boot? Yeah. Like well, this, you... this this comes capable to do pretty much up to. Let me see here. From tip to tail, you are eleven and a half inches long with this this configuration. Now you can go with what's on the junior and the rotor boss, and that'll give you substantially more. I think it'll give you about thirteen or fourteen. I was thinking um, even like less. Like if I wanted to bring it down. 
Oh yeah, you can chop it down to nothing. You just you can just literally with a, a chop saw you can chop this end off, tap two holes on the end, reinstall your your end cap, and then you're done. But and to answer your question, the way these are set up, um, it's really simple to adjust because there there is no adjustment on the arm. Mm-hmm. It's in a fixed position, uh, in the with it sitting flat in the horizontal position. I know I'm going vertical here, but um, in this this direction, there's no adjustment. There's right. no adjustments this way. It's just once you put it on, it's in its position. That's it. So the only thing you have to do is there's two bolts under here that go into this arm and you just take those bolts out, put your new arm on, put the bolts in, and then you just slide the wheels together. And then on the, on the heel plate, there's a a hole right here. And then basically you line up the clamp bolt with Mm -hmm. that hole and then just adjust it and then tighten everything down. You're done. That doesn't seem bad at all. Yeah. So it's, it's really, it's really easy to um, make the adjustments like always, we try to make it as user-friendly as possible. This is probably the most user-friendly as far as if someone has to do anything because there are no adjustments on it, um, like the Rotoboss or the Junior and things like that. And also, if you need to get more throw on this, you can take the, the wheels that, that hold the plate. Right. You can put them, on, put them on the opposite side, take this whole arm, and put it on the back side of, of the, uh, huh. the tower, and you'll gain another inch or so yeah. of distance. Could make the difference, yeah. So I mean, it there's a lot of different. It's it's flexible. We put it that way. Some you might have to get creative sometimes to yeah. to come up with with solutions. But, but the flexibility is there for you to be creative about it. Exactly, well, and that and that's like all our rotaries. I've tried to design that into all the all the rotaries. Um, so you know, it's not just you take it out of the box and that's all you got you have options, you have solutions, you have ways to make it fit what you're doing, especially with as much as the the cup market or the drinkware market is changing with shapes and sizes and oh, yeah, all that stuff. Monster. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it, trying to trying to keep all that in mind and have a little force, forethought into what is going to come mm-hmm. and trying to, trying to make it... Um, as versatile as possible. That's why we came out with like the 2.0 on the Rotoboss and the Junior, um, because we need we need to make sure that we're kind of growing with with the need of the market. Yeah. So it it's it, and, and the Ascend is the same way. The Ascend was more of a forethought to, um, much like a lot of people are going with Galvos nowadays. Yep. Uh, a lot of companies are going to start going with shorter heads, faster mm-hmm. speeds, and having a tower is not something you want in the way so this this here the ascend was our answer to kind of forward thinking on what's to come um and that's why this come out and then we also have a couple nice things to come on that in 2024 um that we'll be bringing to the market um so there will be there will be additions to this unit that, that can be made yes besides besides the attachment of the chuck there will be additions to this as options. And again, like I know a lot of people get confused with how many rotaries we have. Um, but it's kind of like if you go through some of the, the lower end rotaries, 
and then you go into the next level and the next level and the next level. Well, I've pro- I've tried to basically have all those levels <laughs> right for, for everybody. I wanted to offer something to everybody. So um, we've tried to cover all the bases um, as far as the needs in the market and and you know obviously with the cheaper ones you're going to have some limitations. Um, it's not intentional. We've tried to make it as as versatile as possible. But inherently, just because of what it is and the price point it's at, there are some well, one of some the areas things, we had to give on. One of the things that I like about the Rotoboss lineup is that you can't, if you're just getting, if you just need a rotary to do general rotary stuff, you could close your eyes and throw a dart at your product list and it's going to do a, a good job. You know, it's, but you also have specific options for people that have specific needs. Yep. And that's kind of been the the goal all along, or at least for the past couple of years is to try to, to try to do that. Um, I mean, I know it's, and in some cases it's, it's, it's bad for business to, to have too many options. Right. Um, but with this wide and as, as vast as the laser market is, Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of hard to just stick with one object or one product because there's so many other people that well yeah that and need it, stuff I mean, and need the like quality on, stuff. They're not on their own. I mean, you uh, you take calls. I know because Matt's told me firsthand because he's been standing in the shop uh, over your shoulder that while you've been doing it. That, like you like, you you take calls all the time, like helping people pick the one that they need and getting it set up specifically for their machine. So that the yep. attachments are right and the connections are correct, you know. That's why sure I raised my hand right a second ago. Yeah, like we that fifth, I think it was like a fifteen-minute video that we had from like what was that like the beginning of summer or something that we did something or what was that? I don't even remember. We I remember. Yeah, it's linked in the description. If you want to <laughs> I was gonna watch say it. it's so called you, a glimpse into Rotoboss. There's a link yeah. in the description if you want. To watch and that what's show. really cool is yep. straight up, like when you call the place, um, it was funny because I like uh, he had the guy on speaker. And he was just like, yeah, well, I was hoping I could talk to the Jason guy. And he's like, yep, that's me. <laughs> and the guy was like, oh, yeah. oh, like he picks up the phone. Yeah, and, like and the it, phone number on for, for you put the phone number on the on, on the, the Rotoboss, right? On on, on, on everything, on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Phone yeah. number goes to you. Yeah, that's my personal phone yeah, number. People are calling you. I mean, that's that's unparalleled for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. my, my thing is, you know, you know, the old adage, you know, if you want it done right, you do it yourself kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of my mentality with that. But it's hard to convey. I, I, I take a lot of pride in what I make. Mm-hmm. And and I I believe as long as I own this company, I'm going to be the voice of the company because nobody knows this stuff better than I do. Um, I'm not going to hire somebody that uses rotaries and then, you know, have communications back and forth and then them say, Oh, well, I don't know. I'll I'll get back to you. You know, that's one of the things that I absolutely hate about customer services, the whole, well, I'm not sure. Let me look into that and we'll get back to you. You know, whereas if someone calls me, I can, I can answer everything. Well, I, 95 percent of everything yeah <laughs> there might say, be some there, there might be some things that kind of stump me up um because we've had issues with wiring and stuff because a lot of the lasers um because keep in mind all all of all of my rotaries work with nema 23 and nema 17s mm-hmm. direct bolt-on which no other rotary does that so you can literally i've had people buy these for the yangtze lasers 
the open frame um, X tools, things like that. So I mean, it it'll it'll work in in anything that runs off a of Lightburn. If it runs off a of Lightburn, Artie Works or EasyCAD, I have I have a rotor to work, and yep. I can configure I can configure it to work. Yeah. Um. You know, we've run into issues with wiring because, like, especially OM Tech, they have like three or four different controllers for all their different machines, mm-hmm. and sometimes they change things up. Like I just I just dealt with a guy that got one um, for a Riken, but it was wired for uh, the Rickson or Rikson or whatever it is. Um, so we had to figure out, you know, what they did. And, uh, so I mean, it's, it's pretty painless. You can't go wrong with the motors. Like a lot of people are worried. Um, you can't cross wires and damage anything because they're, they're bipolar. They don't care where they get their power from. Yep. They're going to work either way. They're either going to make noise or they're going to turn. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's a pretty easy process. I know it's painful for people sometimes, and we do have occasional issues like that. Um, like with Rabbit Laser, um, they have several different control systems and they're different lasers. So it's we've had just to deal it's with, intimidating because you know, you're like wiring has like that gives people shivers, you know? Yeah, well, and it's normally not that it does. Bad. It's not. I've no, told the not story at all. before, but like <clears throat> the very first one that I bought like ages ago um, had a wiring issue. And when I called, like straight up, Jason picked up the phone. And he was like, yeah, let me walk you through it. And he got on uh, FaceTime with me. And, like, that was that. He basically sat there. I think it took about 36 minutes, and he just had it there. He's like, all right, we'll do this next step, and let me know when you're done. And he just sat there. He was working while it was happening. But then I'd get to that step, hold the phone up, and he'd be like, all right, yep, make sure you tighten this, that, and the other. And then that was that. And, I, dude, I'm not a mechanical guy with little machines like this. So I was intimidated as shit, and that was when I owned that was, that was my LS fourteen twenty, like that little tiny uh, boss, way back in the day. Yeah. So now my my big my biggest fear is the ascend, and and not not because I'm I'm worried about the rotary. It's if something happens, especially with the lift the lifting mechanism specifically, because the lifting mechanism on that thing is ridiculously complex mm. um so you know with a roto boss or something it's pretty easy yeah turn this tweak this tighten this you know whatever yeah you know that on the other hand and and that's like when we when my guys build those i have one guy that builds those rotaries and for now the main reason obviously is for continuity and 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 consistency right um because it is so complex and it takes quite a while um we've dedicated one guy to just building ascends you know when we when we need him obviously he doesn't do it all the time but um, yeah i'm sure that makes it not very exciting when you have to consider like oh am i gonna have to give support for this lifting mechanism over the phone and you're trying to like explain <laughs> that well the the good part is is with with that they can literally slide the lifting mechanism off mm-hmm. of the rail and send it to me and I can fix it. You know, if, yep. if something like that happens, yep. um, there is an easy solution, which is to mail it obviously, or I can just send them a new one. Mm-hmm. I get theirs back. I re- recondition it, re, you know, repair it, whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know, however it has to work. Um, yep. Jason yeah, that's my biggest fear with you that. for two and a half hours to make sure that that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I see and you and have that's, like that's the truth, man. This is a huge list of, uh, 
of lasers too. The one thing that I don't see in this list that I'm curious if you've played with at all are Trosen controllers. Have you yep. played with Trosen controllers? Uh, they were Gulf Coast. Yep. Gulf Coast asked about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was curious because the Ranger has well, the a Trosen. Bo- well, like Boss has Trosen as well. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in their um, in their HP series. Oh yeah. They use a Trosen for their their controller the controlling system on that. Yeah. And it were it works with it, but the with the HP they have two controllers though. They have the they have the Ruida and they have a Trosen. The Trosen mm-hmm. operates the control systems for the the HP the cutting part and then uh, Ruida controls the the regular stuff. So that is pretty simple. Yeah. Um but I mean tr- realistically Trosen and and Ruida are the same thing. Like if you looked at them side by side and they had no writing on them. Yeah you'd be looking at pretty much the same thing and then yeah. they work pretty much the same way as well. I'm really excited to play with the junior in the Ranger specifically because the Trosen controllers have that like defined U axis yep. for rotary. So you don't have to like switch things back and forth. It just like, you just plug yeah. it in and go. I'm, I'm stoked for that. So that should be a lot of fun. And uh, you're on the maker remix marketplace. How's that been so far? Has it been like easy enough to get your product set up and, like what? How's that been? It, it was interesting getting things set up. Um, thank you, by the way, for for doing this. I mean, you're allowed. We, we're we, still in the testing phase, so you're allowed to say it sucks. You can say no, that. No, no. I mean, fine. there are there are some things that suck. I'm not going to point them <laughs> out because it might just be me. But as a whole, I mean, regardless, this we've needed this. Yeah. Like there's there's never been a central place. I know, like uh, laser. Um, Laser Focus, the magazine, you know, we needed something like that. Yeah. We definitely need some place to where you can go to one place and you can find basically all makes, models, types. You can get people that that just throw together 3D printed jigs and, you know, things like that. We've, we've needed something like that. And, you know, like I said, uh, thank you for doing this, <laughs> for, for me at least. Um not just not just for the business aspect of it, because the only reason why I'm really doing it is one for the community and two to help support your channel and, and everything that you do. Because obviously you, you guys get something from it as well. Um, so as soon as I found out about this, I jumped right on board. Because, Cheaper than affiliate I mean, marketing, right? <laughs> well, yeah, and I don't I don't believe in affiliate marketing anyways, because you get too many people the, the, in, yeah. in a cookie jar. Yeah, with the the uh, bloodlust. Well, yeah. people who might not have actually used what they're saying, they did and don't have the experience and this, that, and the other. All yeah, your stuff. your pa- your page looks great, dude. This is stellar. I was literally just sitting there looking at the banner, dude, and like that's a dope banner. Do you like that? I made. By that. the way, I made that way, because we changed we changed the banner dimensions after Jason uploaded his banner, so it was like all stretched, and I was like. I can't show that on the show. Like literally like two seconds before I jumped in here, I threw this one together with the talent and the ascend on it. I just (laughs) tossed it up because it was the right proportion. So it wouldn't look by the way that actually. So what's cool. The fact you put veteran owned right there is uh, beam it up. Laserworks. Uh, Anthony had just asked is Rotoboss veteran owned and operated. And yeah. Uh, Yeah. That'd be you, sir. That would be Jason. That would be me. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah, so I mean, I'm just I'm stoked to have the the Rotobross uh, brand on here, and you, it looks like you have the full lineup too, which is really great. I've got more stuff on the site, but this this is our most popular most popular stuff, I and mean, we've got other stuff too, but just little things here and there. And it, this um, includes the uh, the boot. Is this will these ship now? 
yeah they're they're ready to ship oh man that's awesome dude that's yeah, so we, cool. we did it we did kind of like a soft launch i haven't really pushed it um, yeah you definitely did it quietly because i didn't i didn't notice this was even in well, development until, i showed the picture yeah yeah until <laughs> it was out and then i was like oh my god this is a new well we had the the we, it was called the Roto X um, because I didn't have a name for it at the time. Yeah. And it was gray. You might have seen it. Um, it was gray in color. Saying it looked the same, but it was just gray in color. Yeah. And we didn't really have a name or a color scheme for it. But this this is the final version of it. And cool. it, it is ready to ship. Yeah, that's so cool, man. It looks really, really good. Oh, yeah. There's the gray one. Yeah, there's the gray one there. Yep. That was that's the early it prototype. turned into Superman. Yeah, I'm stoked yeah. on this. That's cool. Well, uh, guys, of course, as usual, if you're listening to this either live or after the fact, uh, there are links to everything that we've talked about tonight uh, down in the description. So if you need a new Rotoboss and you haven't wanted to spend $1,300, here's your boot. So go get to it. Um, is there anything that we didn't talk about as far as the new products or the old product line go that you want to make sure we cover before uh, we close? Because we're at 10 minutes and I do I mean, want to got- give voice and kyle a chance to ask some questions too because me <laughs> we, and matt won't shut the hell up no that's no problem um I mean, we got we got the the bolt oh the yeah the bolt, bolt of course yeah that's for the, sold exclusively the through the Th- thunder website right yeah this this is thunder's late or rotary right i'm basically i'm basically the manufacturer for it um took inputs from them and, and created this uh kind of piggybacked off of the the boot you can see with, it with the general design, but the profile on this thing, I mean, the wheels are as big as the clamp wheel, <laughs> so yeah. they're only twenty. They're only twenty-four millimeters in diameter. Right. Um, they sit next to, on the ground. And, and uh, for the bolt, particularly, it's got a space constraint with with just the bed. I mean, obviously, if you do like Robert's got a, a jig to set it down in the machine and stuff, but as it's made, it'll do anything that's basically Mm non-handled um and if it's within 70 to 101 millimeters if it's any smaller than that it'll potentially fall through the wheels if it's any bigger than that then the head will hit it right um so this this was made intentionally to fit 30 ounce tumblers down to the mugs and the 20 ounces and things like that um it wasn't it wasn't made to do all the the cool stuff (laughs) it is a very very Um, specific job it yeah it's very specific for the the space constraints that we had right um and there are ways to to get around the handled thing because it will do them you just got to get put a plate down or if you get something like what robert's making um something down with a hole in it underneath the wheel area so that the handle can pass Mm -hmm. underneath Mm -hmm. um but other than that i mean it's it's pretty much just as capable as as the rest of them um to many degrees but uh obviously it was built with a specific purpose same adjustability on the clamp arm here the wheel uh the bracket slides in and out same same basic functions as the boot gotcha um, it, same material just, all that stuff That's cool. oh yeah it's the same 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 thing all right questions voice kyle you got any <laughs> input you want to say anything uh, you already covered the one that I had about doing jigs on that. Yeah, um, I know. You were, I knew you were going to ask the second that I he mentioned it. I was like, Kyle's now frothing at the mouth to build. Boys, you got anything? And then I'll pull up questions off the the crowd. Yeah, definitely. Um, so someone's to order and ascend. 
Um, <laughs> how long does it take to come in? Like, you guys will set it ready to ship. They're just sitting there waiting to go. Or they got to be assembled. Um, we got a, a huge shelf just full of stuff. Um, a lot of stuff, especially for Thunder, because we, we do a lot of business with Thunder stuff. So we have a lot of that stuff boxed up with motors, everything ready to go. So as soon as we get an order, it ships out the same day or the next day. Um, with these, it's usually one to two days because depending on your laser, we have to outfit it with the proper motor mm -hmm. and do final, final checks on it and everything and then send it out. But as far as, you know, turnaround, uh, nothing we, we have right now takes more than probably two business days to get oh. shipped out awesome. from the date, from the date you order it or the date really we cool. get the order. I'm also, so, you get a bag of gummy bears. Are you are you <laughs> heading over to the market, boys, to pick um, up an I'll ascend? I'll be the first person to buy an ascend from you guys through well, the marketplace. One hundred percent nice. guarantee that. I'm ready. I'll, say, I'll, I'll have them up at I'll have them up at LBX. I'll have a whole trailer full of goodies up there. <laughs> yeah, because um, we'll be having we'll be having a booth up there. Hopefully, you can spend Sunday. some time with us there too. I we haven't worked out scheduling yet because we are irresponsible but um <laughs> we we're doing a three-day like live broadcast. i've got three full days of just live never-ending live that we need to fill so we're gonna actually build a mini studio there with like cameras and lights and like the whole nine and you'll be able to sit like at the table with us and we can chat and show off some stuff like in person and actually like handle it so i'm really excited about that so we need to make sure we we make some time to get you guys uh, in there too, so that we can say hey to you. We got a lot of good questions in the in the comments thread. Yeah, let's yeah. hear them. So if you don't come to us, we'll come to you. Cuban Crack yeah. says, "Are the rotaries for CO two? Uh, they work for anything you ask them to put the connector on it for, basically, and configure it for." Pretty much. Right? Yep. We no, can do no. we can do anything from your your basic uh, open frame X tools or V or um, I don't know all the all the different Chinese names for <laughs> all these machines. I don't know what they are off the top of my head, but it'll 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 run anything with a seven uh, NEMA seventeen motor, which is most of your open frames, your uh, um, like diode lasers, diode lasers, all that stuff. Um, it's just a direct bolt on. Our our part of our patent is that you can use uh, dual motors or different motors on the same the same mount um so no matter what rotary it is it has that capability so you, you can get what if i have like boss. 12 lasers and i want to use it on all of them can i get adapters do i need a separate rotary for every machine we, what's the what's the deal with that i mean i'd, I'd like to take your money every time but <laughs> but no but no we 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 can make adapters like we like if you have an eon Mm -hmm. We can make an adapter to a four pin instead of a five or six pin. Um, you know, if you have uh, usually with the the galvos, it's easier to just to go into the into the laser and change the wiring in the laser because chances are it's it's the rotor you're going to use for it, so you don't need to change it. Right. So if you have it on something that's already a four pin and you put it on a galvo that's a four pin and it doesn't rotate the right direction, mm -hmm. it's easier just to go in and change the wires Swap on the, the control. Wires on the on the, the driver the only thing you can't the, do is swap phases right so like if well, i have a three phase driver in my machine I yeah, can't, yeah 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 yep. yeah yeah no, okay you can't got it yeah if, if it's a that is the only 
it's not a limitation, but that, that's one of the most important parts about finding, especially for, for lasers that we're not 100% familiar with. Right. Um, because there's probably hundreds of lasers out there, and they all wire them differently, use different controllers, different stepper drivers, and all that stuff. So um, part and of it is you defeat all of that with important. adapters and customization except the phase. The phase Which really has yeah. to match. You have to have that right. If it's, if it's a three-phase, you have to use a three-phase. If it's a two-phase, you have to use a two-phase. And that comes all the way um, down to the motor, right? Like the motor is either two-phase or three-phase, and that's that. Well, yeah, the, the motors match to the controller. Right. So the first thing I ask somebody if they ask me the question is find your Y-axis and and tell me what it says. Mm. You know, and just by telling me what it says, I know what phase or what motor it needs. Yep. And then that's the motor that goes on it. Now, yep. if the wiring is different than standard, because there are several companies out there that do, um, like even if you buy Eon from China, it's wired completely different than the U.S. when right. they get it in the U.S. and then and they send it out. It's completely different. Um, so when someone orders, especially with like Eon, things that I know about, I have questions like, did you get it from China or did you get it from the U.S.? Because that's right. going to determine how we wire the motor. You, just had, um, you probably have just so, like a crazy flow chart of like... Just oh, we got to, we got a binder. Yeah, we got a sure binder with with all the different all the different types of of wiring, and my guys hate me for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail us, Kyle. Please continue. With this. I want to get some more, and we're gonna run a little late, and that's okay. But I do want to get through uh, some more questions in chat. We're gonna burn through these quick. So mm -hmm. Cuban also asked, would they work with a laser star? So I'm assuming the answer is yes. If it's wired up for a rotary, it's just determining the pin and the phase, right? What, yes and no. Um, if it runs off of Lightburn, already works, or EasyCAD, we, we have a solution. <laughs> we may need to do some talking to figure out what the wiring is and stuff, especially on that, because I haven't even honestly heard of that one before. Yeah, um, I don't even know what that so runs. So there's some com communication that has to happen. Uh, I think it's but you uh, can also no, it's, it's partially customized software. Yeah. Is it like a CCAD? You can also run it off. You can also run it off a of GRBL too, so it, it'll work with GRBL. It would be a NEMA 17 because that's what they run off of. And then, and in that case, it comes down to amperage because GRBL is a fixed amperage. You can't you can't change it. So finding out what the amperage is of of that driver for the GRBL, I need to know because if I put a four amp motor in a two amp system, you're going to burn something up. Or if you put a of a, a a four amp and a two amp, you're going to burn something up. So yeah. it's, you, you gotta, there, there, there are some, some nuances. Um, but yeah. we've, we've pretty much says, figured it out uh, at this point. Light burn and easy CAD work on his machine. So you're good to go, man. Yeah. Keep them coming. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest, that's, um, that's the, that's the biggest thing. So, uh, earlier Gulf coast asked about it working with tracing controllers. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. yep. Absolutely. I don't. I'd honestly, if you if you have an OMTech, I'd go with a Ruida. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a Tros in it because it's, it's more than what you need. It's over overly complicated for just a basic CO2 laser. Yeah. Well, also, if you have no, that's a mo it's, it's a motion it's, control. It's already it's already wired for Ruida. Essentially, you'd be swapping. Well, yeah, they have they have Ruida, they have Riken, and they have Rexen. So they have three different types, which are all. They're all Ruida controllers. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all made by Ruida. It's just different. Whatever. I don't know why they do that, but yeah. 
so Golf Coast is asking Jason, whenever you have a working prototype <laughs> for the new item, can we be notified to get one and start building jigs for it? Do you have like a yeah, notification we... sign up or anything like that? No, not really. I just I asked that if anybody's interested in stuff like that, it's just to, to keep an eye out on the forums. Because um, I post on all my pages. I post on as many other pages that I'm allowed to. <laughs> so if anything like that comes up, there will be an announcement. Um, and then of course, if, if people want to do stuff like that, then, then they can reach out to me and we can, we can kind of go down I, that, that I'd road. really like to, I'm just thinking now that I got the gears turning, it'd be really cool to have a feature where, uh, like Jason is ready to start, you know, taking pre-orders for the talent. He can throw a listing up on the market and people can just like put, he can choose whether he wants to take actual monetary pre-orders or like a sign-up sheet to get more information and then he gets yeah. a list of users that like cool. you know asked for more information as it was available that way when a pre-order does go live or regular sales go live they get notified i feel like that would be very easy for the devs to set up and that would add a, a nice level to like those kind of sales for these kind of products i think that would be cool just mental note to myself for later okay yep <laughs> And we got any more, Kyle? Uh, that was the majority of them cool. um, from what I picked out. There was some duplicates there. I'm, I'm just picking through, but. Okay. Yeah, if, any, if anybody, if anybody go, like I said, I'll be, in L, I'll be at LBX for the whole show. So, I mean, if anybody has any questions, we'll have a booth on Sunday with all our stuff and, and things like nope. that. But throughout the, throughout the rest of the event, um, you don't hesitate to come up and talk to me. Yeah, if you got a question or, or something. Oh, I'm, I'm here question. to. Oh, where is it? Uh, just oh, is shipping fixed? The flat rate shipping? No, we'll make an announcement as soon as it is. Uh, right now, it is not fixed, and we're having other issues with Stripe checkout at the moment. PayPal works fine, but uh, every time we fix something, it breaks two more things. This is why we're <laughs> having a testing month before the grand opening, which is still slated for October first. Uh, but we are still working through that issue. And you know where to follow us, Vince. Uh, all the normal places you get your marketplace news from. Uh, I will update you guys as soon as, as possible on that. I thought that they were going to be done today because I got a notification. It said uh, <laughs> Parker S., who's like our main dev. He's like the lead dev. Uh, updated ticket shipping overrides, which is the name of the ticket that is, we're waiting to fix the Alex shipping issue. I was so excited. I was stoked, and I opened, I threw everything that I was holding in the air and like sprinted to my computer, and I sat down, and it literally said, Parker changed ticket status completion to 10%. And I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was heartbreaking. So it's not done yet. I think the, the remaining 90% will go much faster. I do not expect... Uh, it to be five days per 10% on that. Uh, the fact that he's updating it all is good. Um, so, yeah, it's we're, it's on the way. It's coming. We fixed another issue today with, like, addresses. And uh, I saw earlier um, uh, Richie shouted out about uh, an issue where, um, like, it was auto-filling addresses with, like, weird random addresses. I spent like all day fixing that. So things are, we're ironing them out. Uh, they're coming along for sure. Nothing yeah. so horribly critical that we've had to close, which is great. So, well, and he was giving uh, you props on that. What he was saying in that was he was giving you props for saying, like, as soon as you saw the issue, you called oh, personally yeah. 
and yeah. handled it. So yeah, I would. Um, we would always do that for any anything like that for sure. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. Um, and thank you again, Jason, for being on the market. Uh, your presence certainly helping us out. So uh, we really appreciate you carrying your products there. Glad to help and support you. And uh, we will see you at LBX, sir. I will be abducting you for some booth time at one point or another. So we'll bring you into the studio. So that'll be the next time you guys see Jason. We'll make sure we get the schedule uploaded for that soon. Does anybody else have any final thoughts before we close out for today? Don't forget that on Saturday, we have the photo uh, event. So if you're an LMA member, show up and show out because we're going to be working on uh, you want to learn how to use cameras you want to learn how to take cool videos of your products and edit photos and edit videos and all those things backdrops lighting we're going to be talking about it all it's going to be a good time so uh if you do want to do that yep you can sign up over at masters.lasereverything.net if you're an lma member it is free so um we're super excited for that this weekend i think that's all we've got so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the laser source podcast jason thanks for joining us man appreciate having you on and uh everything looks good dude i'm gonna probably end up buying a boot when uh when boyce buys his ascend and uh kyle boyce matt appreciate you guys thanks for your time Go look at all the links in the description. There's a ton of stuff down there. I can't cool even stuff. keep track of yeah, all the shit that we're doing anymore. We do so much shit. And for, for me, the biggest thing, like if, if you have a question, don't hesitate to, to shoot me an email or, or contact me. Yeah. Um, I'll be happy to talk to you, help you out, figure something out, or if you just want to talk about laser stuff. <laughs> I know, I've been doing this for about 10 years, so I've got a, a pretty good repertoire of, of, of stuff. For, for laser laser stuff as well so hell yeah uh, always always happy to help out in any way i can um whether it be rotary or just laser stuff in general so the man the myth the legend everybody jason rife thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you in the next one